This is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we will be exploring the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and the surrounding area. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, other weeks I'll be looking back at our history, but always with an eye on the future. And you'll also hear the stories of the people who make this area just what it is. Culture is all around us. It's in the buildings, it's deep underground, it's in the air, and of course, it's in our blood. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Now, as part of Cultural Quarter of an Hour, I've spent the last few months following Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire's cultural journey. A lot of that, of course, has featured the City of Culture, first of all, the shortlisting, and then the bids. I've visited lots of events, I've spoken to some fantastic people who make up this city. But that story obviously hasn't finished. In fact, the next steps about what to do and how to keep the momentum of 2017 up are ongoing. They're being discussed as we talk. But I am very aware that whilst I have been out across the city and sometimes even popping over the border to Newcastle, I haven't really spent a lot of time looking at all of the other cultures that are here. The latest census data that we have is only from 2011, so it's changed a lot since then. But that's the figures we've got, and they show that 88.5% of people living in Stoke-on-Trent are white. Now, that's above the average for the UK, for England and for the West Midlands. The next largest ethnic group is Pakistani, that's at 4.2%, followed by those who have a mixed ethnic background, that's 1.8%. Then you've got the Black African Caribbean and Black British community are coming in at 1.5%, closely followed by other Asian, Indian, Chinese, Bangladeshi, and people who identify as gypsy or Irish travellers. So quite a mixture of backgrounds, cultures and communities. I hope over the next few weeks to discover more about some of the different cultures within all of these ethnic groups and how everybody gets on. But before that, I want to spend a bit of time thinking about all of these different communities and how maybe it's coming together and highlighting all of the things, all of our attributes that we have in common can actually only really have a positive outcome. For those that don't know, the reason I really wanted to start up this podcast was the the coverage that was in the papers when we had the Stoke Central by-election. It was in February of 2017. We've all heard the story. We all know what happened. The nation's media came to Stoke-on-Trent turned its nose up in a very snobbish way and said, oh, well, look at this Brexit capital of Britain, no hope here, blah, blah, blah. And that's what really inspired me to just basically stand up and say, it's not like that here. That's one part of the story. And it's not even the biggest part of the story because we do have more in common than we don't. It's something that struck me at an event I was at last week, which was all about the Building a Stronger Britain Together project. It's a home office thing. It's come from London, but it's taking place in a number of areas across the country. 
Adrian Waters is community coordinator for Stoke-on-Trent City Council and is running the Building a Stronger Britain Together project in Stoke-on-Trent. I spoke to him after the event to talk about the project, what it means and why Stoke-on-Trent needs it. Building a Stronger Britain Together, or BSBT as uh, we say for short, um, is a project aimed at um, encouraging communities to get involved uh, using various different media and community facing activities to stand up to extremism and the wider harms of extremism. When you talk about extremism, what do you mean? We're talking about non-violent extremism when, when we're relating it to, to this work. Um, we're talking about ideas or actions that could be harmful so um, if we think about the main narratives of extremism we're, we're thinking about the far right uh, we're thinking about Islamist Islamist ideology we're thinking about people that could be vulnerable to those ideas we're thinking around the areas of um, equality um, and we're thinking about race religion gender sexuality disability and age and those are protected characteristics so we want community projects to run which are going to be open to all and in, in encourage positive citizenship and to recognize and appreciate the freedoms that we have in this country and and, and that democracy is something for all of us um, so yeah it's it's issue-based work but um, work that is accessible to the community um, whatever community you belong to and to develop resilience within the city against harmful ideas that can affect our communities in a negative way. So does that mean there are, there are issues in this city with extremism? I think every city and, and every location across the country there are vulnerabilities that could lead towards people developing extremist ideology and then acting upon that, 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 uh, that ideology. Um, I, I, I feel that this city has a number of issues, but like every other city across the country, this is a national strategy. So this is something which is led by the Home Office, uh, but community coordinators are based in 42 local authorities across the country to develop a network to promote positive work and amplify positive messages about how communities are involved in doing good things. This is a position that you've taken up only recently. Why have you decided to get involved? I come from a, a youth and community background. Um, in 2002 I started work as a, a youth and community worker in Staffordshire and uh, through my profession uh, and then also through my own interests, I've always ha valued uh, community engagement. In Stoke-on-Trent, I've worked in community music and been involved in lots of cultural activities, celebrations and events. Something that I really value. And uh, I can see that this approach is a way of bringing assets and encouraging the assets that we already have in our city to engage in activities that will provide resilience within our communities and hopefully provide good, fun, wholesome community activities and involved involve a wide range of people. Do you feel at the moment there are communities that have been excluded from the conversations that have been going on in the city, excluded from 
feeling like they are Stokies? I, I think Stoke-on-Trent, you know, it is a place where people should be proud of their heritage. And, you know, but, you know, looking at the city, it is a very working class environment. And I think, you know, our communities in, in the city should be proud about who they are and what they are and they should look towards the future and and see that you know this is a city that that is on the up um yeah we put in a really competitive application for city of culture 2021 we we didn't get that on this occasion but actually there is so much good work that is already happening in the city um and there's some fantastic people here and um, this approach, building a stronger Britain together, is a way of consolidating some of that good work that is already going on and encourage others to be involved in that. So where, pe- where there might be communities that aren't as involved as they could be, this is a way of reaching out to them and saying, come and get involved in this, this is fantastic. Um, and for the communities that are very active and are very vocal, it's a bit of a reminder to them to be more inclusive. You've mentioned that you've been out on a lot of visits to a lot of community groups. What have you seen then? I've seen a wide range of fantastic people, fantastic communities, hospitable Stokies. um, And the one thing that binds them together is that they are great British citizens, regardless of religion, race disability, gender, sexuality, all the protective factors, you know. The, the main thing is that they're stokey, they're doing good things and they're good, positive citizens. And this is something we want to identify those people and amplify their positive messages. What do you hope, obviously, it sounds a bit obvious, I'm going to say, what do you hope to achieve? And clearly you want to achieve communities coming together but how will you know that you you've done that so today was about briefing the community around building a stronger britain together and advising them that there are finances available for them to bid into so that they can develop and enhance programs of work that are community facing um, so part of the success will be to see communities putting in bids and receiving that funding. Um, But it's not just about the funding, it's actually about developing the network around countering extremism. Um, And if after today we can have regular steering groups and networking meetings so that people can share positive news about their involvements with the city, but also if there are concerns they can raise those concerns and we can monitor some of those community tensions and then our partners that are operating across the city we can hopefully direct them to be involved where there may be an issue for example um you know if there is an area where there's hate crime or racism happening you know through that steering group that could be a topic which is talked about and then we can develop um and deploy resources to to counter that negative message about racism so that actually there are some positive celebrations about diversity and race and culture and sharing uh you know a community community spirit despite our differences but actually recognizing that we are all british whatever our identities are within that british umbrella
After today, how hopeful are you for the future then? This event was really well attended and I think there was a diverse range of communities and individuals that were here. And I think that is testament to this city that we are forward-looking and hopeful and positive and that there is already lots of positive work that is going on. Um, it was interesting to, to know about all of this and find out about all of this, but I think something that this will bring about is an opportunity to develop a network around some of the different groups that might not know about each other so that they can be mutually supportive of each other. I'm really pleased about how today went. Um, feedback from the people that came as delegates has been really positive. And, um, you know, I think it's just a, a testament to how great Stoke-on-Trent is as a city. And, uh, you know, we're talking about building a stronger Britain together. We already have a really strong community in Stoke-on-Trent and hopefully this programme will be a way to acknowledge and celebrate that. I would love to know your thoughts about this and you can get in touch in all the usual ways that I usually tell you about. You can find me on Facebook. Cultural Quarter of an Hour podcast is the uh, thing you need to type in the search. On Twitter, it is at CQHpod and online you can find me at cqhpod.co.uk. And of course, don't forget, you can download another podcast in a week's time.